And people don't jerk off Pokemon. Trust me, people will jerk <laughs> off Pokemon. May 24th, 2023, and this is Rare Encounter, encounter number 147, and noting till the last minute, I'm Abel Kirby. And torrenting trillions of bites of hentai, I'm Cold Acid. <laughs> and welcome to the show again. If you uh, were listening live, you got to hear the bonus show at the start where we had, to, we had uh, so many false starts today, man. We had the delay for the game of the week, you know, we had the the odd situation with you recording hours and hours and hours of blank audio. It was fantastic. And then uh, to top it all off, we had to start the show over because uh, Cold forgot to turn off his hentai torrents. They're off now. <laughs> and after the show, I'll be off. He'll be giggity, giggity, he'll giggity, be giggity. He'll start seating again right after the show. Yeah. <laughs> seating, that's a good way of putting it. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> What a hell of a week it's been. I am just beat tired. I feel like you, uh, our, our brief exchange, it sounds like you're in the same way. Uh, just, just today. I mean, I mean I've mean, i had I've had a pretty good time since the last episode. It's just that today I woke up with a splitting migraine, and, like, I was pretty much inhuman until mid-afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been, I've been actually doing pretty well, but I felt like I was a little hungover, you know, too many days in a row, and so I'm like, eh, I need to cut back. So all I've got, I told you before, yeah, stop but drinking all, I, so much. all I got is the Gatorade here, and uh, I'm gonna deal with this in a in a uh, more sober way. Which I don't know if it's sometimes when I do that, the show gets worse, and sometimes it gets better. It depends on what's going on here. Well, it, for those who are not in the know, I've got uh, today. It's guava flavored carbonated juice. Haritos. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's wanted, really grown on me. Mm, I wanted to have a little note about the format of the show. Uh, we're on, I believe, the fifth episode of the seven-episode order. Our producers have requested that we do this operations, you know, playbook, codebook format, which is what I've been calling it. And uh, we're going to continue it today. I think we're, we have two more episodes after this, and then we'll go back to the regular format and see what happens. Uh, but uh, I, I've been enjoying it. It feels like we get through a lot of material really fast. Sometimes that's a good thing. Maybe if you're a listener and you want us to keep moving on. But uh, sometimes, especially last week, it felt like we just blew through our topics. And uh, we had, what, 20 minutes at the end. We were like, uh, you got to stretch. Yeah, well, I've, I feel like we're probably going to have a bit of that this week, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's uh, I, I get conflicting um, feedback from the listener sometimes. I have people who say they like the show because of the fast pace, and I've got people who are like, uh, you should dwell on the topics for more than a couple uh, couple minutes. But It's really, I think, a topic-by-topic topic thing. Some topics, they, they're fun. We just bang them out. There you go, right? And other topics, like you do mm. wanna you do wanna dive in a little deeper in them, even on our show, right? Yeah. Like yeah. when it gets to when it gets to like the radio the radar stuff with you or or the scans, right? And with me with like old technology, like I can go on for fucking ever. You can go on forever about uh, about anything radio 
uh, related. Yes, and the one and other things are just are just funny things where we will we will pull lines out of our ass for five <laughs> minutes, and there you go. Yes, yeah, so sometimes the show ends up like one of those podcasts that go on for three hours, where it's one incredibly unbroken sentence moving from moving topic from topic, topic to topic, so, so that, that no one had the chance to interrupt. It was really it was really cool, quite hypnotic. Nautic, 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 nautic. That was my impression. <laughs> oh jeez! Well, your, your impression, your impression of Picard doing an impression. Yes. How meta! <laughs> and if you think about it, it's really uh, Patrick Stewart's impression of Picard doing. It's me doing an impression of Patrick Stewart doing an impression of Picard doing an impression. Patrick Stewart doesn't have to do impressions of Picard. Oh, I think that's what acting is. You know, you're sort of doing an impression of someone. Like you think. If he plays a character in Shakespeare, aren't you sort of doing an impression of that character? No, is, you're playing as the character. There's this, a difference between there's a there's a difference between doing an impression and acting as someone. Uh, it feels like a distinction without a difference, if you ask me. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 where I'm at. Mm, okay. So, what did you do on the weekend? Uh. Well, thanks for asking. I did spend some time out of the state, and I got to travel down all the way down Interstate 75 to Knoxville, Tennessee, and hang out. Oh, with and what did you do there? <laughs> He's asking like he didn't already know. Um, I hung out with Billy Bones, and we, you know, spent some time on the sidewalk, uh, walking around. I got the tour. I got some of the inside info of what he's been up to. Um, great guy. It, it was a, just a hell of a lot of fun to hang out there with him. And, but the main reason I went down, the uh, objective, was I commissioned him a little while ago to build a coat tree for me. I what? didn't know that, that you it, could, like, you know, have a coat tree. I did. Well, I do now. I didn't before. And so I had been talking to him. I heard on his podcast, A Walk Through the Mind, uh, he was doing some woodworking. And I thought, I, I was actually looking for a coat tree at the time. So I was looking at, you know, online. And I didn't want to buy one off Amazon or, or anything like that. And so I was looking at secondhand stores going all over the place. And really couldn't find one I liked. And so the stars kind of lined up. I said, you know what? I'm going to commission a coat tree. I'll buy the materials. I'll get send some uh, value back for the. So he uh, the grew labor. one for you. He grew a coat tree, and I paid him in Bitcoin, and it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah, it's hanging. Uh, my coats are hanging off it now, uh, standing right proud in the entryway. I'm I'm still much for just you know hanging my coats in a closet where people don't like look at them. <laughs> Why? What's on these coats that are uh, are they all stained or do they all have like. Uh, no, they just they just get in the way. Otherwise, you're get, they're gonna see your motorcycle club patches, and then they'll know. Man, if I had if I had patches <laughs> on my shit, I would wear those with pride. <laughs> well, I hang mine on my coat. I, I need pride. to get I need to get some like I need to get some like you know some anime girl Ahigao face oh, patch. Oh God! Sew it on sew it on all my clothes. Those are banned at a lot of conventions these days. The uh, just the style. They actually will kick you out if you're wearing clothing with that that uh, pattern on it. That sucks. Ah, uh, yeah. That's wokeism. That's what wokeism did to us. They got rid of the, the patterns. You know what else they did? You know what else wokeism has done? 
They've not only desexualized the women in Mortal Kombat, they've even desexualized the men. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. And but- I mean, like, okay, I can, I, I can understand... I can understand, like, they're going about, oh, you can't have women like this because they don't represent regular women when you look at all these, when you look at all these ones who are complaining that, that way, and they're all, like, 300 pounds and, like, you know, roll across the floor, right? And so, obviously, obviously, these video game characters definitely do not represent them because they are fit in the first place, Mm. right? But doing this to the guys as well, I mean, usually women love the cheesecake, but I guess the woke ones don't. They prefer to have, like, they prefer to have, like, scrawny little chinlets and, like, fucking 300-pound fat asses. You know, I, I, I look at, I look at, I thought, I mean, as a straight guy, I got no problem with these fucking beefcake dudes in my video games because i mean it's it's part of the power fantasy right yeah like, like the chicks want to fuck this beefcake guy yeah i want to be this beefcake guy so i can fuck <laughs> these bitches you know exactly and i, I want to play as a guy who looked like he could really dick you down that's exactly the kind, that's the kind of player character i want yeah, meanwhile, you know, you know, the next thing that's going to happen, they're going to get rid of Reptile because his whole purpose in Mortal Kombat is the 14 words for his species. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's too, he's too, uh, he's too racist for them. So they're going to have to get rid of him. Mm. Well, I want to get back before I, I lose it. I do want to get back to Knoxville and uh, say, if I didn't already, uh, thanks to Billy Bones for hosting me there. It was a fantastic time was had by all. And I also wanted to comment on one more thing that happened, which was very interesting. I think you'll you'll find this amusing. You went through a walk in his mind? I he did. went for a walk in yours? We went through a walk through the waitress's mind together. And it, it was a little weird what we found in there. Let me explain. We were sitting at the table at one of these bars after dinner. We did a little bit of a bar crawl, and there was a band playing. Anyway, we're talking to the the waitress. She hears us talking about podcasting, and she goes, oh, podcasting. Oh, you podcast. And she's, you know, kind of interested in it. And, you know, we're talking about the Uh podcast we're on, stuff like that. And so we asked her uh, what kind of podcast that she listens to. And you know what she said? I'm afraid to know. Deadass, she said, abs in a six-pack. No Holy way. shit! And we were sitting Holy on the table. Fuck. Yeah, and she's oh yeah, I know a guy who was on. It's like it was it was just a, a fantastic serendipitous. Moment. Yeah, because like I've been on the thing I could think of is yeah, I've been on Absent Six Pack. You've been on Absent Six Pack, and of all the things, all the fucking shows she could have said was Absent Six Pack. Which That's I love Chris. Awesome. I love Chris. And I I uh, I didn't get to meet up with uh, with Sir Seat Sitter. Unfortunately, uh, next time I'm down there, we'll have to do it. Uh, the 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 stars didn't align, <laughs> and also I didn't talk to him before I went down to him. So it's whatever. Yeah. I ho- I hope you had a coaster to give to the waitress. Ah, uh, we had coasters, but I uh, I did not have any with me, and Aww. that was a mistake, amateur mistake. I I uh, we left them at Billy Bones Billy's house. Ah, <laughs> uh. yeah. Unfortunately, ah uh, well. But hey. Miss Waitress, if you're listening, hi, we've been on Abs in the Six Pack. I should get a t-shirt that says, I've been on Abs in a Six Pack, 
and uh, Cersei, Cersei should pay for it. Yeah, that sounds like that's, a good idea. <laughs> that's like my Trump. Mexico will pay for the wall, right? Seat sitters yeah. gonna buy my T-shirt. <laughs> 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 All right, we gotta get some operations, and we've had such a weird start, man. We gotta get some stuff down. Uh, how about some travel? Uh, a travel news story. Here's a quickie. You want to hear it? All it's right. Operation Hitch. Operation Hitch. Here we go. This is a, a quickie. I was just notified of this about an hour before the show was supposed to start. This is the story of a man stealing a backhoe so that he can drive it to his airport uh, and park it and then get on his flight. So this is a story. Uh, I, the version of the story I picked was from NBC New York. <laughs> I'll drop that in the the chat. I like to drop that in there so people can read along. But there's a little video of him parking this backhoe at the airport and then getting out. And it's just him with his guitar slung over his shoulder. Uh, Climbs out of the backhoe and then casually strolls into the airport like nothing happened. But he actually stole that thing, you know? Well, I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you, it's not like, it's not like they leave backhoes around for just anyone to borrow <laughs> they, as needed. Well, they're supposed it's to. It's not a scooter. It's not a scooter. Hey, <laughs> wow, that's a million dollar idea. What if we took the Lime, like, scooter model and bird bike model and applied it to heavy construction equipment? I'm up for that. Like, I want an app that lets me get a crane, unlock the crane, and then I could use it. Would that be me, awesome? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, you know, Bobcat, right? Like, just <laughs> just pick up a Bobcat at the street corner and, you know, like, just go pushing shit out of my way halfway through town. That's, there you go. The, the whole city should look like uh, GTA 5 with a bunch of shitty mods turned on. That's what'll happen to all the cities. <laughs> it's like, it'll just be a bunch of weird shit parked everywhere. Oh, look, it's a... <laughs> It's a scene spreader. Someone's got a great name for it. Rent-a-roller. <laughs> rent-a-roller. Oh, I just want to rent a killdozer, man, some days. I just want to rent that killdozer and take it to town. You know, that's a pretty difficult thing to do because with the killdozer, you have to put the shell on. Like, it has to be hoisted onto <laughs> the body, right? Yeah. And then it, you, it's, you're not really going to be getting it off again. Oh, man. That, that killdozer, be... that's a one-way trip, dude. So this guy had a uh, this guy had a flight to catch, and uh, I don't know, I, I do enjoy... At first I thought, the first version of the story I heard was that he stole a forklift, and I have to say that tickled me a little bit more than this, but the, the, uh, the backhoe is certainly a, a great way to arrive in style. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I've seen a forklift in operation, I've seen a backhoe in operation, and if you were going to street race the two of them, you would rather have the backhoe. Trust me. It's faster. <laughs> yeah. I have, uh, I've never actually driven a backhoe, but I uh, was forklift certified. Uh, I have driven a forklift. Also, a number of different kinds of cranes <laughs> I can bring to the show. Let's talk about rigging one day. <laughs> uh, and genie lifts. I know uh, Boobery drives those genie lifts, too. Uh uh, those are fun. Those are fun to bop around. The scissor lifts? No, those scissor lifts are one thing. I'm talking about the ones with the big arms and all the different knuckles and articulations. Oh yeah, those. I see those. I see those often when uh, when the hydro crews are out. Yeah, those are pretty badass. Uh, lift they're trucks. Pretty cool, yeah. Kind of lift truck. Uh, I think they're all under the same classification. Anyway, you uh, know it'd be wild. You know it'd be wild. Going a hundred miles in one of those, 
Well, you're in the bucket raised as high as it goes. <laughs> you hit your head on a bridge, man. Those things get pretty high. You got you got to make sure that your course doesn't take you across any bridges or low wires. Mm, and you can put a windmill right up on top, and that'll power the whole thing. Yeah, it could. <laughs> You'll just drive for I free. Mean, you'd probably get better power than out one of the wind farms. <laughs> the faster you go, the more power you get. It's flawless. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for this uh, this little bit here. Um, let's see. I got a game of the week. I've been stalling on this. And uh, I think we should do it, just to get it out of the way. This is Operation Thriving Jungle! Alright, you ready for this, Cold? This is yep. the Game of the Week. Alright, I had a lot of trouble putting together this Game of the Week. It, I, I think it might be the most difficult one yet, Cold. Uh-oh. The name of this game is Who's That Pokemon, which usually is a visual game. But because we're an audio show, I can't do that. So I, the way it would work on the show is they'd say, Who's That Pokemon? It'd have a little audio sting that would come up, and it'd be a silhouette. And so I can't really show you a silhouette here. So what I've decided to do is just get all of the different Pokemon, um, like the sounds they make, and uh, you're just going to guess by the sound. So in this game, Cold Acid has to guess the name of uh, each Pokemon using only the sound it makes. All right, are you ready to play? Uh, I think so. All right, here we go. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? And your first clue. Bowsap? What? What? <laughs> I couldn't hear what your guess was. Bowsap? Bowsap? No, that wasn't it. That was Voltorb. Bowsap? No, unfortunately, that's an X. That's a that's a loss. I knew this game was gonna be hard. All right, let's try Sir another. Memrose says he heard Bowsat. Well, that's uh that's the wrong answer. Let's try another one. Who's that Pokemon? How about this one? Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. All right. There you go. There's a Jigglypuff. All right. That's a win there. We can do another one. We can do a couple of these. I got a lot of these. Are you ready? Who's that Pokemon? Dance Cold acid. What? Dance Isn't that a dolphin? Dance <laughs> No. It's not. It's a po <laughs> It's not a, there's no dolphin Pokemon, and people don't jerk off Pokemon. I guess they do. Wait a minute. Uh, tr that, trust me, people will jerk <laughs> off Pokemon. You haven't been to the uh, you haven't been to those corners of Pixiv. All yet. right, enough delay. Answer the question. Who's that Pokemon? Dance Slash. Dance Slash. Dance Slash. That's it. That's another win. Okay, let's load up the next one. Who's that Pokemon? This is a hard one. You're not going to get this. I'll oh play God. it again. I'm just going to oh play it again it, for you. Mr. Mime! <laughs> oh, could it be, uh, Mr. Mime? That is it! Yeah, that was, uh, Yay, that was a hard I'm one. I'm a winner! You get a bonus. You want to do one or two more? I get a couple more. I'll do them real fast. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's go into bonus round. Okay, bonus round. Here we go. Let's try this one. Hit more chat. Hit more chat. Hit more chat? 
Hitmonchat. All right, you got to answer. Hitmonchat. No, that's close, but the judges say no. It's Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan is. Hitmonchan. Yes. All right, uh, let's do two more. Fairy. Okay. Clefairy. Fairy. Clefairy. Clefairy. All right, there's another win on the board. And last but not least. What is that it? That couldn't be Psyduck. No, I believe that's wrong. It's Spiro. <laughs> All right. And so I'm counting uh, one, two, three, and three out of six. If I've done my uh, my annotations correctly. That, uh, 50%. That's a passing mark. Yeah. All right. That's the end of the bonus round and the end of the game. Yay! All right, and that is Operation Thriving Jungle is complete. Okay, moving on from that hot mess. Jeez. All right, we got some operation. You want to do an operation? Yeah, I got, I'm going to do an operation. I got Operation Tasty Ghost here. Uh, operation Tasty Ghost! I got to get some more, more dramatic effects, man. These yeah. are a little... We're just taking the jar lid off. All right, let's do it. So, you, you remember when I got that uh, Lego Atari 2600? I do. Yeah, so, so Lego is continuing this trend by providing a Lego arcade game, an arcade cabinet at that. And you know what the game is? Uh, Pac-Man. Yes! Whoa! Hey! I didn't even go wacka 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 yet. I'll just give myself one of those. I, that was a blind guess. It sounded like the right era, you know, that they're going for. Pac-Man is classic. Everyone likes Pac-Man. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Eat those pills. Wacka, wacka. Wacka, 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 wacka. And again, inside, there's a little, there's a little vignette with a minifig playing uh, Pac-Man on a little minifig-sized cabinet as well. <laughs> wacka, wacka. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is not on sale yet. Mm -hmm. It does. It goes on sale on June first, and I am definitely going to buy it. Well, June first for those who have like VIP accounts on the Lego website. Uh, for everybody else, it's June fourth. Oh, okay. And let me guess, you're a VIP. Yes, I buy enough <laughs> Lego that I am a VIP. That I'm a VIP. Yeah. Okay. We just. I, I could have guessed that. I think I did. Uh, VIP Lego. Okay. Oh, turns out, also, you know how there's, like, the Mario-themed Legos? There's yes. Yeah, there's now, there's now Sonic the Hedgehog theme. Oh, yeah. So cool. there, there was the Green Hill Zone set that was done a while back from Ideas, yeah, right? Yeah, I've seen that. You, have that. you have that at your counter. Yeah, uh, I have on that, your counter. too. Yeah, on my... On my uh, What's it called? The thing above the fireplace. Wacka wacka. Eat those pills. Wacka wacka. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the I'm mantle. Sure. The mantle. The mantle, yeah. I just had to click on this uh, this little ISO of Cotton Gin's ISO bot. <laughs> this, here's what he clipped to me. Wacka wacka. Eat those pills. Wacka wacka. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. You couldn't hear it. Nah, never mind then. You have to click it yourself. Let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, but we already heard it three times on the stream, so you don't have to click it. 
All right, Lego.com. I'm looking at this, the Green Hill Zone. I like that. Green yeah, that's the, that's the one that came from Lego Ideas. And so now they're bringing out in the in the future uh, Green Hill Zone Loop Challenge, mm -hmm. Tails Workshop and Tornado Plane, nice. Sonic Speed F Sphere Challenge, and Amy's Animal Rescue Island. Amy? Wait, Amy gets a set? Amy gets a set. Whoa, that's a yeah. pretty cool. So how long until we get Big the Cat? It looks like... Gets his own set. Who knows? Who's but my all favorite? These, all these new sets are coming out on the 1st of August. Nice. Okay, so you've pre-ordered uh, all of them? Or you will? No. No, just... Uh, just I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for them later on. Mm. Right now, the big the big things for me are the uh, Pac-Man arcade machine and the Lion Castle. Okay, the Lion Castle... Not sure I know about that one. It's a it's a five hundred dollar castle Lego set. Whoa, Lion Knight's yeah. castle. Jeez, Louise. Oh, it's five hundred Canadian. Yes. I wonder what that is U.S. I mean, the Pac Man Arcade is like three hundred fifty. Yeah. Um, Canadian. So the castle is three three sixty eight U.S. Okay. Yeah, I just got to yeah. get the conversion in my head. Do 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 do. This is cool. I like uh, I like other people's Legos more than I like having them myself. I don't collect the things, you know. Uh, I'm. I can understand that. Not every not everybody feels like uh, spending the time and effort to build these things. Mm. But <sighs> me, I I love my Lego. Yeah. All right. Is there uh, any more to Operation Tasty Ghost? Nope, that's about it for Operation Tasty Ghost. All right, we'll close that one up and move on. We got some, uh, I got some discussion. I got Operation Screw Pole is a quick one. Or we could do Operation Fresh Lion. Screw Pole? Yeah, or we could do Operation um, Ajit <laughs> Majors. Those are my three operations that I got left. Do you have Fresh Lion 2 maybe? I don't know. I need your help, Cold. Let's program, yeah. let's program this together. Yeah, I know. Operation. I know. Fresh Lion 2! Alright, Operation Fresh Lion 2 is, in fact, Neo Leo Serge! Which is... Do, 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 do. And I wrote some songs... His name is Leo and he says things on the web. Sometimes it's stupid, but we like the things he said. The stupid shower thoughts, it's really kind of grand. Oh, Neo Leo, won't you tell me what you can? And supposed to be sung to that Duran Duran uh, song. But, uh, oh, it's close okay. Let me give it another His try. His name then. is Leo. His name is Leo, and he says things on the web. Yes. Sometimes it's stupid, but we like the things he said. The stupid shower thoughts, it's really kind of grand. Oh, Neo, Leo, won't you tell me what you can? Exactly, yes, that is exactly what we were looking for. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the theme song for Neo, Leo now. <laughs> I wrote those lyrics like in two minutes before the show started, um, but Bravo, I've been, but dude. I've been thinking Bravo. about it. The, that song came on while I was on the highway, and I all I could think of is Neo Leo. 
All right, so Neo Leo Says is the segment where we go to Neo Leo's Twitter and we just look at the things that he posts. And uh, I isolate a few that are noteworthy, maybe because they're funny or they're just stupid, uh, out-of-context things. Sometimes they're, uh, they're maybe discussion topics. I just want to go through and we'll see if there's anything that catches our eye here. Neo Leo Says, email is like whack-a-mole. The more I reply to, the more I get back. Now, I I understand this completely because I have I spend a lot of time answering emails that I uh man even when you don't respond to them you get more when Fuck when you, email when you get a good thread going and people start telling you uh they they send the the worst ones are emails where someone has not fully thought out what they want to say and so you get up three paragraphs when it should have been two bullet points and you have to read it and figure out what the hell they're talking about. That's the worst part um, about email is it, it tends to take things that are short, should be short format and turn them into longer format. But yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that, Neo Leo. Thank you. Neo Leo says, okay, so what does it mean now that some savings accounts are now paying higher interest rates than some people's mortgage interest rates? Has that ever happened before? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Hold on. Who who is who is getting those sort of interest rates on their bank accounts? I that have, sure is fucking happening up here. I have no idea where this came from. That's why I clipped it out. There's a problem with deposits, but the problem is that people are getting interest rates or or in other investments are better than their uh than the rates banks are offering, and people are pulling their deposits out. They're not putting it in the banks because the rates are so good. They're taking them out because they're so bad. That's the like banks are reporting that their um, the withdrawals are basically all they can keep up with. There's all but a run on some of these banks right now because they're all fractional Meanwhile, reserve, right? Yeah. And Dio yeah. Leo seems to have gotten it backwards. I don't know. Well, things are a little less crazy up here where we actually have a viable bank regulation regime. Oh, you know, you say it's going to be fine, but I think uh, they're they're going to get rid of all those bills with the queen on them. You know, those are going to be worthless in a, in a month or two. So all that money you have, it ain't going anywhere. Dude, ain't spending anymore. That, money, that money is worthless anyways. There's no, there's no money with the queen on it won't be accepted. You have to get new money with the king. So you're going to have to start uh, start over. That's how it works, right? No, that's not how it works. Okay. <laughs> All right. Neo Leo says he posts a photograph of a two-hour parking uh, sign of the normal green variety that's marking a certain stretch of sidewalk, showing you the rules. In this case, two-hour parking from 8 to 9, uh, 8 p.m. to 9 a.m., I should say. And he comments, one thing of note is this sign has a uh, electric display inside. Uh, the kind of display is an e-ink so it's the kind you could set and forget, I believe. And he says, imagine contesting a parking ticket when cities can change the display on an e-ink sign. Yeah, this this has this has definite uh, potential for abuse. Yeah, I think he's he's hit the nail on the head. He might with be this. on. Yeah, he's onto something with this. Yeah, because first off, parking. The parking ticket situation is just stupid. I've been at parking meters where they're smart and they know the time of day. So when you park, it'll tell you, it'll give you a little receipt for when you checked in and when you checked out. But the clocks were off. 
What? Like, like you go, you go put a, a quarter in or you, you add a dollar on it for it and it starts the meter um, seven minutes before you arrived or uh, before you arrived. So you have to put in another dollar just to make up for that. It's absolutely ridiculous. And that happened to me personally in Boulder, Colorado, trying to get a sandwich for lunch. Did you complain to the uh, did you complain to the authorities? No, I just didn't pay and then I didn't get a ticket because the meter maid was busy. <laughs> I, just, I just did I just illegally parked is what I did. Uh, but I was angry about it anyway. So yeah, That's I, good. I think uh, I think Neo Leo is onto something here. The e ink sign uh, really really lacks the permanence of a sign. So anytime you thought you were going to show in court, you know, uh, your honor, they said I was speeding, but look, the speed limit posted was this, you know, it's different from what he wrote in the report. You can't do that. Or they can, if they really don't like you, they could change that sign depending on the time of day. And you'd have to prove way more. The only way that you'd get access to what that sign was set to is if you could get access, you know, discovery into the town works. And they're not going to give you that. They're trying to get parking money, dude. So, you know, you know, if you challenge, if you challenge the tickets, you can probably still like get a get a subpoena from the judge to make them release that those to you. I don't think you get a subpoena for parking tickets, and uh, I don't think they issue those in traffic court. I'm pretty sure. I think they, by the time it gets to, you need to, that, that level of complication, I think it does get thrown out, or you're just told to pay it, one or the other. I, I think they would probably, I think they would probably throw it out at that point. Yeah. The, the ceiling of escalation on these things is pretty low. Uh, now, here, here's, what, here's what I would do. Here's what I would do if I saw such a sign where I was parking. I would make sure to photograph it and post the photo to social media. So that way, that way there's something that's like, yeah, I can't adjust the time on on this. So it was obviously this at the time. Mm. And that makes it, you know, a little more, little more easier for you to go like, yeah, you're trying to pull one over on me, fucking traffic cop. Meter maid. Hey, Rita, fuck off. How about that? Can I say that? You know why? You know what, though? You know what, though? I've seen some meter maids who, rather than fuck off, I'd like to fuck on. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. You like a girl in uniform? I adore a girl in uniform. Ooh, this is getting You You know who my first crush was as a kid? Uh, Officer Jenny? Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar. Oh, that's right. Because uh. I like tough chicks in uniform. Ah, uh, the old Tasha Yasha. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, I tossed, I, to, I tossed a Tasha quite a few times. I tossed a Tasha. That should be your shirt, and Sir Cedar should pay for it. <laughs> that could be our title. <laughs> Tossing to Yasha. <laughs> All right, and uh, finally, there's one more. Neo Leo says, Neo Leo has been approached by Peter. Uh-oh, in, Peter? And Peter uh, has said to Neo Leo, Dear Neo Leo, I assist you with the troubling position. Please Venmo me 1000 US dollars and you're be solved. And, of course, Neo Leo replies, so easy. Send me your info and consider it done. Should I also share my Amazon login for you so you can troubleshoot my account? 
Yeah, he's obviously he's obviously pulling the leg of Peter here. Yeah, I think uh, Peter's in on the joke too. Uh, if if uh, the the history is to be uh, is to be believed, which it should uh, be. So I mean, in, just... in the chat, if if we can go back to if we can go back to something we were discussing just a moment ago. Oh, wait, let me close uh, out. In the let chat, me, let me it turns out, out that. Uh, that Billy Bones is all about the milfs. Yeah, let me. Uh, he says he'll have Beverly Crusher, please. Please, I gotta close the Operation Fresh Lion too. All right, it's closed. Okay, there we go. All right, Billy is all about the milfs. They say. Who said that? I said that. Oh, okay. Beverly Crusher, please. Yes, Billy yeah. Billy Bones with threes for ease. I forgot to mention that beginning segment about uh, Tennessee. That was Operation Threes for Ease, and though Threes for Ease, that was the name yeah. of it. All right, I, I, I can understand. I can understand like want, wanting uh, wanting a hot mommy, a hot uh, mama. But me, but me, I was really about Tasha, and then about uh, Troy. Hmm. Troy was kind of weird. She was, but she had big titties. <laughs> The betazoid boom, betazoid bust. Yeah, that betazoid bust. The betazoid bust. Yeah, every time. <laughs> she always seems to. Sir Memrose, he's he's about uh, Jadzia Dax, and yes, yes. Yeah, the thing about Troy is she always knows when I'm horny. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. <laughs> like, you walk into a you walk into a room and like she's sen- she's, she's sensing. She's sensing something. It's like a betazoid at a party sniffing out the cock. That's what that's <laughs> going on. She's going going out there. It's like, all right, who's ready for it? Ah <laughs> oh, man, I'm looking for a Mortal Kombat player. Ah, <laughs> uh, someone who's down. DTF. Well, speaking of that, Sonya Blade was always a hottie, both in the games and in the movies. Mm. Let's see. Um, we got some. Uh, some boostergrams coming in. I want to call out. I've got a uh, seven, 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 seven sats from net Ned who says, I am a good potato. And that came in. Uh, you sure are net Ned. Thank you. Net Ned. We got, uh, we got a couple of days after last week's show. We got ninety nine ninety nine sats out of lavish. Yes. Who said, Haritos boost. Haritos. Uh, thank you. Lavash. And I want to give a shout out to him, Andrew Jones, who has shipped me a book. Ooh! And it came with a, a a lovely note with a sealing wax and a letter, old timey letter. And uh, I'm going to talk about that soon. And I'm going to credit him not on this show, but on the next one because I have to get all that stuff together. He also included a donation, which I'll I'll mention uh, next time. I have mm, paged through it a little bit, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything more now. We're gonna talk about it next week. Oh, okay. So, uh, whatever that means. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I, got, I, I got not quite an operation, but some blather. Okay. Uh, let's so do... we talked about, we talked about your weekend. Yes. Are we so, going to talk about yours? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about mine, or at least a, a bit about Monday. Monday. So I was up at the, I was up at the cottage on the weekend because, you know, long weekend, you do stuff Monday. like that. Yeah. And uh, well, the mosquitoes are terrible. Yes. I got I got mosquito bites on places I didn't even know I had. Oh no! Oh yeah! <laughs> Jeez! Um, God damn! No matter what I had, 
These little fuckers were able to get in and bite me. You know, I hate those... It's not all bees, but it's the ones that move really fast. I really don't like them. They always want to fly up my shorts. They're trying to. I've never had that. Pro I've never had a problem with bugs going up my shorts. Well, these are the that's uh, that's a little that's a little kinky. They're the the bees. They're trying to sting my balls. I'm I'm convinced of this. They the always ball bees. <laughs> they hover around. Hey, those ball bees. Hey, uh, who's that Pokemon is over? <laughs> 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 they're going to make them, they're going to make your balls swell up. Uh, like a Voltorb. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but anyway, Monday, I'm coming home. And what I normally do when I go to the cottage on a long weekend is on the, on the end day of the long weekend, I take a scenic extra long route home, which often brings me along old dirt roads that most people are sane enough to avoid. Well, not me. <laughs> and not so this you. one, this one road, this one road, it's uh, Old Hastings Road is what it's called. And what it is, is a stretch of the Old Hastings Colonization Road into, into South Central Ontario. Uh, so I've been driving along this and I, I, there was a rut across the road from one side to the other that was... It was shallow enough to be hard to see until you were almost at it. And here I am. I'm doing like 70 in the Rogue. Oh, yeah. Right down this, down this like dirt trail. Yeah. That's like just barely wide enough for my vehicle. And of course, I'm going too fast coming up to this. I hit the rut and I fucking jump the rogue. <laughs> so you took, let me get this straight. You took your rogue to the old dirt road and you drive till you can't no more. No, it, it kept going. It, it kept, kept going. going. I've, I just fucking like, you know, like the General Lee over the bridge. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I was one of them Duke boys on Monday. <laughs> I'm trying to find the sound effect that I don't have it. Ah, of all the things that I should have. <sighs> Those Daisy Dukes. You should have. You should have. You should have some of that narration from Dukes of Hazard. Do you know um, if Betazoids are into Daisy Dukes? I don't know. I mean, but she, it's she, a very good question. I mean, can we get? Um, you know, they didn't have a lot of cutoff jeans and uh, what? Are, no, wait, are there's uh, jorts? They didn't have a lot of some of these classic um, <laughs> trashy clothes. The kind that I like to wear on uh, Star Trek. I think it was underrepresented, and they overrepresented stuff like Shakespeare and pirates. Yeah, but they they should they should have had some. They should have definitely had some uh, uh, some holodeck episodes that were like sixties, seventies, eighties TV. You know, like yeah, like something like the Dukes of Hazard <laughs> have. Have Picard, have Picard and Riker driving the General Lee. Uh, Picard and Riker on an episode of Roseanne. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Tasha, Tasha Yar on uh, on an episode of uh, uh, Murphy Brown. <laughs> Murphy Brown. Da Data could could help uh, could help Columbo solve a case. Oh, I think he belongs on uh, with uh, with Jella White. <laughs> you know, Steve Urkel kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe even Sonic the Hedgehog after, too. That's right. Data could be in uh, so with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Running really fast, you know, that guy can move. Yeah. 
He is fast and strong, yeah. Yeah, I bet he could roll himself into a ball and go through a loop. Actually, what I'm wondering is, like, what would Robotnik do if he ran into Data? Oh, wow, he wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Wow. Oh, Carolyn has some great suggest has a great suggestion. Worf could be on Elf. <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. Worf, what happened to the cats in the neighborhood? <laughs> Michael I D- killed them all in honorable combat. Yes. Michael Dorn should have been on Alf as like <laughs> as uh what's his name? Uh not Alf was Jeez, wow, I'm forgetting my Alf lore. Uh, as like his uncle or some other guy from the same yeah. planet. He's just come Alf in with... Alf lore, that's deep. My Alf lore. Uh. <laughs> Gordon Shemway, there we go. Wow. Gordon Shemway. Gordon Shemway and Michael Dorn. They could, you know, that's a winning ticket. Yeah, could be. Yeah. <laughs> Run for president. <laughs> <laughs> Dorn and Shemway for president, man. Well, that's uh, that's something. All right, I've got a um, Operation Screwpole shorty operation. You want to hear it? Okay. All right, this one. Oh, it's a screwing off right here. I guess it's a screw off, but this is actually a pop top. Uh, this is a operation about wine. Ooh. Uh, the pop. Effect that I can't find. All right, well, we'll just move on beyond that. Uh, I was in the market for a quick bottle of wine, uh, something that wasn't too expensive. I wanted to have a uh, wine for dinner. Uh, actually, it wasn't even last week. It was a little earlier, but I still have these photos. I've been meaning to bring it up for a while. And I started going through the wine aisle, looking at all the graphics on the bottle and trying to judge Basically, a book by its cover is is the game. So when you're in that uh, in that section of the store, trying to figure out what's going to be good just by the kind of graphic that's on it. And Cole, one thing I noticed that bothered me was the lack of hot women on wine bottles. Yeah, they don't tend to have hot women on them. You want that? You're going for you're going for like liquor. Well, I okay. So there's Sailor Jerry, but there's also some older wine bottles I found that have girls on it, usually like some maiden in uh, basically with the bed sheets on holding a barrel of grapes or bucket of grapes or something like they have these stylistic depictions of cuties, right? But they don't and they have on some bottles and I, I know it hasn't been super widespread, but it just it stuck out to me as something weird. Like, how come you don't put the chicks on the wine bottles when, you know, sex sells? You would think you'd want to put it on everything else. So I made it a mission to buy. And this is how I chose that bottle of wine that night. I decided to screen every bottle of wine and have a hot or not contest. Looking at the first, you have to find the bottles with girls on it, and that's hard to do. There's not a lot of them, but then I'm going hot or not. Was this hotter than that one? Going on and on and on, trying to find the bottle of wine with the hottest chick on it. And first, it was Slim Pickens, but man, do you know who won? What came out at the top? Who? Martha Stewart's uh, Martha Shard. They the only bottle of wine and this was from a pretty big selection inside it it was a kroger but it had a a fair selection so there's you know five or six i'll say there were shorter aisles but there's there were a lot of them in there and the only person who had the uh courage to put a uh a depiction of a human female that looked at any way attractive was martha stewart which also she put a picture of herself on the bottle <laughs> 
<laughs> Which, uh, and I'll say I wasn't a Chardonnay fan, but I, you know, rules are rules, so I had to buy it and drink it. And uh, one of the Chardonnay. One of the, yeah, it's called Martha's Shard is what it was. Anyway, she's been doing these 99 crimes, uh, I think is what the series is called. Like she has a she has a wine and Snoop Dogg has a red wine and everything. So anyway, when I pulled the cork out, I took a picture of it because the cork is a custom cork. And it has a print of Martha Stewart's face on it. <laughs> and Wolf is asking, is it Martha Shard? No, it's Martha Shard. We'll get to the Shard story after, Wolf. That's the, that's the last operation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they have that's what i wanted to tell you they have these novelty corks and because i saw martha stewart on the martha stewart wine cork i had to also uh go out a couple Get days later i got the snoop dog one just to see if snoop was on the cork and he sure was snoop's on nice. the nice snoop was on the cork and there we go that's corking there you go that's operation screw pull for you i'm done put that on <laughs> All right. Well, we're really rolling towards the end here. Um, I wanted to quickly say something about Rare Encounter. This is the show that we do. We're live every Wednesday, usually at 7 p.m. Eastern. We had a little delay today to get some uh, some extra clippage done and a false start. So, uh, But just about 7, that's our target time. I think we start about 7.15 today. Uh, we do an hour-long show. Our details are on rareencounter.net. It's all free to listen. We don't do ads. And uh, if you enjoy it, we would like you to send some value back to us. Uh, we have a PayPal and some other things. You can uh, decide what is worth to you and uh, send it our way. But our favorite way to uh, to get some value back from the, the listener uh, is through Boostagrams and podcast 2. Podcasting 2.0 technology. Uh, some Podcasting 2.0 apps have the ability to send Boost and Boostagrams and stream sats, and we're all set up for that. We love it. Uh, that's where yeah. most people choose to send us uh, send us some uh, some dollary dues in forms of Bitcoin back. We can also take ten grands. I yeah, I guess I don't know much about that though. But basically, cold acid. If you have ten grands, you can send it to cold acid, and he'll figure it out. I guess. I guess. Uh, but that's it. That was my spiel. I haven't done that in a while. I I I, uh, I have to do that more regularly. Um, let's see. We got one more thing. One more thing to do. Yeah. Operation Ajit Madrars. Operation Ajit Madrars. And uh, this was a Daily Mail article I wanted to call some attention to. It was usually I wouldn't comment on pharmaceuticals or anything that was remotely political, but this one had. Uh, I think it's. I think this is topical enough for us. It, it is. It is way out of the ordinary, and therefore it fits us. Yeah. So Ozempic is a uh, drug that's been discussed a lot lately. If you watch uh, NHL, you'll see that on some of the helmets uh, next to the mill. I think uh, don't the the Leafs have that? It's also I up don't on. Know. Usually, usually. It, it's been that drug advertising hasn't been allowed here, but over the last year or so, uh, they have been advertising hey. all these drugs, but they can't say what it's for. I have been watching Canadian TV occasionally now, and uh, I've noticed drug ads that look just the same. Maybe there's not as many, but I certainly have seen them. So I don't know where that comes from. I hear people say that like, uh, oh, the only company we could advertise pharmaceuticals directly to the audience, directly to the consumer is, is the United States. And that's just not true. 
there are many such cases of this happening elsewhere. But anyway, this story is not about Ozempic, and it is not about weight loss drugs, I guess, except for it's about the side effects of them. Um, and mostly, I wanted to Sir, highlight. Serpent say, yeah, Serpent says, "Well, the Leafs took Ozempic before playing the Panthers." Yeah, and that would explain that would explain the uh, the poor showing. That's why they shit the bed, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Well, most a lot of people <laughs> who take Ozempic apparently shit the bed, uh, according to this article. I pulled out a little uh, clip from some web MD style website that had the side effects of Ozempic and it the top four popular ones are abdominal pain, constipation, and diarrhea. Interesting that there's both. Also nausea or vomiting. So I guess it says it on the tin. You probably know this going in, but these reports are a little amusing to read. Uh, Cole, do you want to read these bullet points here? I, I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do it. Let me Let me present it. <laughs> Um, so these are just some quotes. So it was a Daily Mail article talking about the all the details of this. I won't even go into that. I just want to read the quotes that they decided to select for the article. So they're talking about people posting on the internet about, about their personal experience with Ozempic. And uh, select quotes are, a user in the same thread of what they were discussing was on their way to a birthday dinner and said they, quote, ended up shitting my pants probably 15 minutes into the drive. All right. So that's to, <laughs> on the way to dinner. There's another drug that was on the market, and they said, it, similar to Ozempic, it says, they gave me constant gas that would sometimes trick me and end up being explosive diarrhea. What a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I've almost had a situation like that. Fortunately, I was in the bathroom at the time. Yeah. Let's see. I've got some fart sounds. Let me put these in. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, we get some fart sounds in here. Another, <laughs> another user, uh, another user who takes Ozempic said in a video that she experienced cramping, vomiting, and sulfur burps, which smelled like rotten eggs. Jeez. Now I've had I've had sulfur farts, but never a sulfur burp. <laughs> Actually, we had we had we had like. Hot dogs and beans and chicken on the weekend at the cottage and uh like we could have used better ventilation in the cottage because oh my god did those farts stink. Right. Last two <laughs> quotes. The problems have been so common, there is a Reddit group with more than thirty thousand members that's been created where users share their most embarrassing stories. One user wrote in a thread, quote I quite literally shit myself while sleeping. That's a first. Been tough few days of diary after that. Um, and he's talking about that was after his first injection. Meanwhile, a 43-year-old anonymous man said, I just feel so embarrassed being a grown adult who messed his pants. Cold acid. Uh, oh, so gross. You don't want to mess your pants, okay? <laughs> Monday. Not on Monday. Wow, that's not no. the right sound. All right. I think that's it. Hold on. Hold on. Semaglutide is the name of the group. And in fact, a post on there was even linked in the article. Okay, you want to read it? Oh, no. I think you did. That was that was the No, that was probably the quoted the, one. The quote that I read was it wasn't. Uh, cited. But let's see let's see what's uh, what's new in this group. Okay. I am so hungry. 
Uh, horrible cramps and diarrhea submitted 42 minutes ago. Oh, no. Yesterday, I had the worst intestinal cramps followed by diarrhea. They lasted about three and a half hours, and I still didn't feel much better after. They were horrible cramps, so bad I was throwing up and extremely lightheaded I thought I was going to pass out. I was feeling a little bit better today, just extremely gassy. This morning, I got my third .25 shot going into my third week, and now that it's evening time, the cramps are coming back. Not as bad as yesterday, but still debilitating. Has anyone else experienced this? I just took a laxative with the hope of flushing everything out of my system. I think I'm done after this last shot. Uh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I have to say to that. All right. Ugh, oh, you just had to play that, didn't you? There we go. Ugh. Thanks for making me come. <laughs> uh, absolute gross-out episode. Oh, boy. Well, that's a way to end the show. <laughs> a way to end the show, period. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a different going to come back after this. Yeah. Well, until next week, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been cold acid. Stay fruity, boys. <laughs> Adios. And sorry. And sorry. I had a good woman. Would you lay down, honey, and die? Oh, I had a good woman. Would you lay down?